Mate, I tell you what, I'm cooked. This, today was the first day I had um, <laughs> like conditioning game. Like do I join in with conditioning oh, games? Like yeah. kind of. And fuck. Do you want a coffee or something? I thought I was pretty fit. I was feeling fit, but man, I'm so sore. My <laughs> knee is roaring at me, and my lungs are killing me. Nitty was just like running around <laughs> laughing at me, and I was like, oh, I was kind of breathe. Back to another week of Japan Rugby Weekly. With me, I've got Doug the Translator, our local coffee enthusiast HBC, and myself, Ben the Rehab Specialist Coltridge. We're going to chew some fat, spin some yarns, and hopefully talk a bit of code. Let's rip in. Let's go. Yeah, big round of applause there, Benny. That was awesome. Oh, was just, that was honestly good. like it's probably the first time I've been like doki doki going mm. into um, the potty. Do you know oh, doki doki? doki, doki. Big doki doki. Do you know doki doki? Oh, you just know. chucking around. It's onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. But it's what your heart does when you're nervous. That's how Japanese people say they're nervous. They go, oh, doki doki. Like their heartbeat oh, was like. Duh, 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 duh. Oh, really? So, More like their heartbeat was doki doki. Yeah. We've just got through Ben's Japanese word of the week segment. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. nervous is control, so do right? Mm. Control, yeah. so do. Just chucking out small words for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my, when you're like, are you ready, Ben? And I was like, yeah. And then you played the like <laughs> theme tune. My heart was just like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. It's very dookie-dookie. That's on a metaphor for you, eh? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Um, like... You, you basically did it perfectly. Normally, I do a recap of what H says um, because H does it so well. Um, <laughs> I do the intro so well, but I leave out the topic of what we're talking mm-hmm. about. So. Well, I just said spin your hands and chew fat and then maybe talk some code. <laughs> I don't really know if that um, we encompassed what we're going to yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, just keep it vague because we always just, we have plans and then we just go off them, eh? Yeah. But, and then eventually come back to them and then we're like, oh, we're out of time, guys. Sorry, we'll get to this next week. <laughs> and then we forget. Uh, but I You'll think, have to uh, excuse us all sipping hot chocolates as mm. well. H is so kindly whipped up a wee bit. Oh, um, you ground the chocolate yourself, eh? Yes, 100%. Yeah. And you Cooked made it Marshmallows hot. from scratch. Well, how Actually, do you make a marshmallow? Yeah. Uh, I like how you guys both looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Our resident snack enthusiast. <laughs> well, they date back to 1865. Uh, I'd like uh, to think like maybe like egg, egg whites mm. or something. Would you cook it like a pavlova? Well, that's what I'm thinking, you know, it kind of has that pavlova texture, doesn't it? I don't really know. Egg white and sugar, and you just like beat the shit out of it? No, I've just made that up. I have no idea. Mm. Oven 10 minutes, good to go. Yeah, yeah, nice. Worst Uh, case, you have a pavlova though. Let us see. Yeah. Um, Well, what about like, what's the secret to making a pavlova that actually rises? Like uh, my mum, Japanese mum, I think she's kind of like perfected it. She learned from my dad's cousin or something. Yeah. Spent years doing it. Then now, whenever we go to a shared dinner or something in New Zealand, she brings a pavel over and everyone yeah, says it's we, nice. We, my wife and low key, very good pavel over mm. baker. If, is that it? Or cooker? Yeah. Whatever baker. Uh, very like uh, struggles over here in Japan with like the ovens and stuff like that. But yeah. back home makes an amazing pavel over. Mm. It's a good go to over here for like a potluck. We yeah. bought it a few times to. Like a Japanese friend's house, and they've just been like, "What is yeah. this?" It's a macaron thing that's yeah. like a million times bigger. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, it's yeah. I, sh- she makes a couple of good dishes, mm. not that many, but the, the pavlova is <laughs> one yeah, of them. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. goes good. Is it also like good. a like a healthy one? Because she's like a dietitian kind of thing. Eh? No, nah, she's another one that is like the "do what I say, not what I do" mm. kind of person. Um, <laughs> I think 
just she tried to explain to me that sugars like they're not great for you or whatever but just the way that it's still, you store fat or whatever mm-hmm. like just like um sweet like the fettuccines that um oh yeah and like just <laughs> and the gummies that you can buy at convenience and stuff like that aren't as bad for you as say like eating uh like fried chicken mm. or something oh like that's probably not a bag, like a savory you know something that's real heavy yeah yeah really hard struggling to explain this you can probably delete it if you want to <laughs> yeah. and what welcome back to japan <laughs> rugby weekly guys no. um yeah i uh i think well on the way here i found um or i bought some gummy some gummy things and i I was like, I might have a couple and then bring them to the podcast. I devoured them in literally like three seconds. Like they were all gone. I couldn't really see what I was doing. So just grabbing in the bag while I was driving. What was it? Uh, because I think of myself as a bit of mm. um, Kimbini Sweets connoisseur. If, I, um, you, if you must. Uh, we're going off topic very early today, but um, it's good. It's good. I, uh, I do like a fettuccine, what you're talking about, but I saw this one. It was like a smaller bag, but it said like sour mix. Ah, uh, yes. Like, oh. I'm familiar. Yeah. I might get them. But then, yeah, there's a, there's like 10 in them and I just devoured them and they weren't as sour as I thought. So, a cheeky four. Was it the sour cubes? Were they the cubes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are quite tasty. They're like tough gummy, sour, yeah, yeah, tough yeah. gummy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, not, def- not those, um, not the actual cube cubes. Those ones are nice. <laughs> yeah. Those ones are nice. Like four different flavors <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, H is like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they so. sound delicious. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, Almost uh, as good as a maple pancake. Oh, that's up there. Um, should we just bring it around to rugby real quick yeah, before yeah. I forget? Um, I want to, um, start a, like, make a jingle. Eventually, for like rugby well, I, news of the I week. came up with the pickle one. Yeah. So maybe should I, should I just do one now? Yeah, go for it. Rugby news of the week. Oh, yeah. How's that? That's pretty That's good. We'll bad. run with that. <laughs> so now I think H, you probably have to think of a jingle for whatever Next section. Week. Well, you're, you're just going to have to think of a section. Toilet talk or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then have a flush. I'll take like the mic next to you. We've just got into the rugby section. Just like bullshit. <laughs> <back out. laughs> uh, um, but yeah, rugby. Is that what you want to go through? Our news of the week? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Why not? Just uh, again, the rich get richer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kobe announced that they've signed Adi Savia, not this season, but after the World Cup. So yeah, fun times. That's so. a, I reckon it's amazing. It's a huge play to be able to sign. A, I don't know many teams that do this where they sign a player like this early for yeah. next season. You know, yeah. like normally you get into the contracting window, which was kind of like around April. I like to think, if maybe maybe a bit early, maybe like February, March, April, around then agents start talking and yeah. you start. You know, the chess match begins between clubs trying to figure out what they want and who they want. But I've never really heard of like players getting signed this early. It's a good play. I reckon, you know, you can really start building teams, I guess, sign players this early. I think, uh, it's, well, yeah, the earliest I've ever seen anyone announce. Like, there's always ones that are kind of signed early-ish, but they just announce them, like, a week before they come. So they can't really say anything on socials and stuff. But this is, yeah, what, before the season now, we're in pre-season. Yeah, like, like a- two pre-seasons <laughs> yeah. away. Um, but yeah, I think because of the World Cup, after the World Cup, heaps of people are going to want to go, even if it's not for sabbaticals, to go um, get the money, basically. If they're like, oh, I'm not going to make the World Cup in four years' time or something, then um, they'll come and then, yeah, there'll be a lot of uh, players who are like that. So I think, um, yeah, this is the first one I've seen like this, but maybe there's just a lot of teams looking to get those Category C players early. And yeah, it's like, you don't um, want to miss out, eh? Yeah, so they're just like, we've we got to move now, so. Well, yeah. I know that... Um, Kobe, well, I don't know, but I I assume that they kind of got spanned a little bit, even on this contracting season where they had Stephen Perifeta lined up 
And then he made the ABs and he had a clause in his contract, obviously, that if he made the ABs, he wouldn't come. And then all the other teams had kind of done their signings and picked up, you know, the stray first fives lying around. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're just looking around to see who they can pick up kind of thing. Um, you know, and I, I guess as a company, you don't want to be in that scenario where you're like, you know, you have an idea of the kind of players that you want and you can't get them because you've left it too mm. late. Yeah. So they're getting nice and early with this one. And yeah. Yeah. Classic. Adi. Um, classic squad. overreaction in Japan. Like you, someone does something and it doesn't work and they're like, all right, we're going three years in advance. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I reckon it's pretty cool. It's a good idea mm. in essence being able to, I guess the only thing that could span of them is if obviously Adi got injured, you yeah, know, yeah. then you've, you, you've already signed them, locked them mm. in. But um, yeah, I think uh, there definitely would have been teams who are, I guess, keen to get someone like that in so yep I'll I definitely be... think there'll be a, f- a few good players floating around post World Cup mm. I've, play- I've played through what two now two yep. World Cup exoduses over here and you do you just see such a huge influx in players over- after those World yep. Cup years just some of the good footy players floating around the years after that yeah 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 wherever it moves on because eh? that's the pinnacle of footy yeah. so yeah. Like, well I think wow. like Doug um, alluded to where if you think you're probably not going to make the next World Cup and you're, you're happy with what you've achieved and you know you kind of want to Start looking at cashing in, perhaps. Yeah. That, um, yeah, Japan and obviously Europe, all those different places start becoming, um, like options for you. You can probably start talking to your agent and being like, oh, I do want to chuck my name out and see yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of bites we can get. Try to get out of NZ and yeah, see cash in, get some money, set, set up yourself your up, life yeah. after rugby. Yep. Okay. Important. And then pay it all back to Japanese tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that too. <laughs> go home, go home poorer. Yeah. RAP Makoto Rindi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then just uh, yes, especially if you're buying, spending all your money on um, <laughs> just hot chocolates. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say yeah, fettuccinis or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, the convenient Um, they just look so appetizing. So we well, go straight yeah. back to fit. <laughs> make one joke here, like man. Um, we can also. I'd like to talk about the Japan A's getting mm. a win against. Oz, Oz, oh no, sorry, Japan beating Aussie A. Yeah, yeah Japan fifteen. Trifles. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It was a hundred points, wasn't it? Hundred points. Yeah. yeah. It's epic. But I reckon, like, you got to take the win if you're Japan. Mm. Like, wins a win. You, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's not a test match, obviously, but you got to be happy that you can, you pulled away to win. Like they. In the other two games, I think they they scored early and they actually got up early in yep. both the games and then kind of threw away the lead a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, There's like a patch in there in the like second half where they just like let in four quick mm, tries. Yeah, just I think. Like that. I mean, you probably don't want to be letting in 48 points ever. I'm, no. And, and, like, normally you probably wouldn't win if you're letting <laughs> that many tries, but I, I, I guess they'd be pretty happy with the attack. Like they look like they can score tries and yeah. they can set up tries from set piece and phase play. So. I think or maybe their D coach probably just has a bit of work <laughs> to get through. <laughs> but I think, you know, at, at the end of the day, you still win. Yeah. And they've got heaps of footage and heaps of stuff to go back and look through, um, you know, why those tries were scored or like, you know, where were people sleeping or not paying attention and stuff. Yeah. So at least they've got all those learnings out of it. Yeah. So yeah, kind it's of time take, under the belt for all the players, eh? Yeah, exactly. And I think the they can take, take that time and take those lessons hopefully into the um, All Blacks game that's coming up well, it's soon. two weeks now, eh? Yeah, two not long, that's what I'm saying. A week and a half. They're half. probably going to go straight back to yeah, Beppu for two weeks because <laughs> <laughs> the camp and then come straight into the ABs. I think they have this week off because they've been in camp for ages so I reckon one thing, like they always maybe fade away in these games because they've not really been preparing for them like they would for internationals or something and maybe just training harder so maybe they're just a bit fatigued by the 70th minute and give away those leads so um yeah like you said they can score and then maybe once they kind of 
uh, taper or whatever they want to do. Maybe uh, they'll help with their defensive uh, concentration and stuff. Mm. And maybe, yeah. They might even just be trying some stuff on mm. D that, they, you know, like they might have their system and whatever. And maybe they're just trying out some different stuff. Smoke bombs, just like, yeah, yeah just held on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, throwing out like red herrings. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, because like you said, I think they got caught up every week basically but maybe that was the plan they were like we'll try and win by a small as smaller mark as possible so you know people think our defense is very good and the other two times they just went a bit too far and got <laughs> yeah. kicked back but they got it perfectly right yeah. this time so smart yeah, i see yeah. what you're doing yeah. there mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah uh, we need a jingle for like conspiracy theories <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theories ah yeah but it's still a good game. I enjoyed mm. watching it. It's like a good spectator game when both teams are just like rolling <laughs> yeah. and tries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome there, yeah, yeah. And the stands and like... It makes me pretty excited for the ABs game, to be honest. Mm. Just because Japan looks like they can score tries. You know, they're going to test the ABs defense a bit. And How many minutes are they going to test? I don't Five know. Minutes? Yeah, well, I mean, like, you, you probably would have to say that All Blacks are heavy favorite. But um, it's good that teams can, like, throw punches you know like it's, it's yeah, yeah. you don't just want a team to just go out there and mm. not make up the numbers necessarily but you want a team to be able to at least be competitive at, and it looks like japan's attack is competitive at like a high level yeah so obviously if they can just pull their d in a bit i mean the all blacks have got a lot of threats and they play some pretty like decent code yeah <laughs> it's a pretty good press a pretty good 40 and they got some pretty electric players so it'll be a good test anyways yeah, there um, was some um, halloween test oh halloween um oh Every time I hear Halloween, is when I went to Disney and it was Halloween and I just, there was a parade and Mickey, every 20 seconds was like, Halloween! And he's just waiting in line and he's killing and all these but, chairs from the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah! And then Donald Duck, I can't do his voice, but he did the same thing. But um, yeah, I think uh, against South Africa 2015, when Japan won, that was like 34, 32 or something, like a big score like that. So they scored heaps and then kind of just held on and they were able to, win in the end so I think that's always been them like attacking and then holding on defence I think a bit more solid defensively in 2019 against Ireland and stuff still Scotland they were like three tries ahead and Scotland fought a, scored a few late and everyone was a bit nervous <laughs> and then then got a you know a bit steamrolled by uh, South Africa as well so oh yeah South um, Africa definitely had a point to prove different yeah I think uh, Jamie when he saw quarterfinal South Africa would like the one team that just like they're not gonna yeah. go well I reckon like all their fans and stuff just had to deal for like four yeah, years yeah. they said like, four more years yeah. <laughs> of just having to listen to people say that they lost <laughs> Japan in the World Cup. The biggest upset in history kind of thing. Yeah, it was. I would say it would be up there. Mm. I don't know. If, like The biggest is pretty big to throw yeah. around. Well, they still managed the semi-final after they lost to Japan. Eh? So Japan won three out of four games. No, yeah, three out of four games and then didn't get through or something. I was, so. I was really worried that they obviously had a really good World Cup in 2015. Mm. And I was kind of worried that they might not go as good. You know, like how they might have just peaked that one time or just had a good run of players. And I was kind of worried that they wouldn't do well in the home World Cup. Mm. But you know, they they played some awesome footy in the last World Cup as well. So they're kind of, they're, you know, they're competitive and they're staying in that top 10. And that looks like they're here to stay. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. How good. Cool to see them, keep seeing them, see where they can keep going. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that NZ team, like last year, no, the last time they came here to play Japan, they played a few guys who had never played for the ABs before, like, uh, was it Brett Cameron and stuff? Got oh, that's right. Was yeah. George Bridges' first test as well? Uh, who else? I remember Triple, I saw George. T. Triple T, yeah. yeah. O'Neill, Ruben O'Neill. I guess it is a chance of just trying to. I mean, I don't know if they do it as much this time or not. They're not, but I've already, you've seen the squad, but 
because we're a bit too close, obviously, to the World Cup for them to want to probably try and blood some new guys. But I'm sure they'll try a few things against Japan that they wouldn't necessarily try against um, other other teams, other yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially stronger teams. So, well, hopefully, I reckon boys that, that haven't got a- there, there's like there's a chance for Japan to take a scalp. Like I, I think the Kiwis probably come here. Like they've had a tough tough test with Aussies and stuff like that, and they're probably just pretty keen to you know just get overseas and have some fun. Yeah. And just probably yeah enjoy a wee yeah a wee nommy hall day. Well, borders are open now. Japan yeah. is pretty much open. So uh, so like maybe um, Japan might get a scout. You know you don't know. They going to, are they going to Europe after that? Like is yeah. it there? Yeah. So it's kind of like their warm up before Europe. Yeah, they haven't played in a few weeks. Japan's basically it was supposed to be their fifteen, like their reserve grade kind of team against Aussie, but it was pretty much their top team trying like a few combinations, but pretty much their top players. So you know I think they're. Getting ready for NZ and then, um, well, yeah, I, I, th- I think that they definitely want to put up a fight. They, you know, want to be really competitive, I think, for this. Yeah. They, they want to make, may even make, probably make this test like a, um, annual thing, even if, you know, if they're really competitive and can test New Zealand and stuff like that. Like, they've got a pretty good relationship, I think, New Zealand and Japan. Yeah. I mean, Jamie Josie, who coach and Tony Brown's assistant, but, um, <laughs> I think, yeah, if, if they can make it an annual test, that'd be awesome for both countries. I think, uh, definitely more people, if they do it in Japan every year, they'd like chock it every time, I think. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, just a bit of a, uh, hopefully you don't get any, like, Brett Cameron who came over and because he had that one test classed as category C when he comes over here. So, um, can't really fit in a lot of the teams and has to go somewhere where they don't have any other international players kind of thing. So, um, those are things that I guess, uh, I don't know, being in their environment so long, whenever you see a foreigner, you're always thinking, are they category B or C kind of thing? That's tough Mm. um, for Brett. Yeah. Yeah. What do you go? Oh, come away, she Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's right. Fun, fun place. Fun times. Yeah. Do you think he'd turn it down given his time again? No, I guess. Would you turn down down a chance to put on the black jersey? Mm. Yeah, it's a hard one. Like, very hard. Yeah, for me. If I was younger and, you know, I just threw injury by chance, I had a. You know, he got offered a chance to play for the All Blacks. Mm. It'd be pretty tough, but oh, and I'm all good. I'd rather just keep my category. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Category. I think I'm, I'm going to yeah. go to Japan in a couple yeah, years. Yeah. So. Mm. And like, just looking at the rules and the players over there, I don't want to get a spot. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And especially uh, the rules change every year. So, but um, yeah, I reckon definitely wouldn't change it. But I think that's why he left after a season almost. Like, um, going to Kamaishi. Obviously, like, beautiful place, but <laughs> nothing to do, really. It's, like, the WAPS, it snows crazy in winter. And our first, uh, what, a few months of the season, it's snowing up there. So, basically, last year, they had to play all their away games first because they couldn't really use their home stadium because it's covered in snow. I think, wow. as well, it was this contracting window, the, the one that's just been, was quite tough because you lost teams like Sanix and Docomo mm. folded. And so, you just had a lot of foreigners, Category A foreigners as well, that were just floating around yeah. um, the market going quite cheap as well because they just wanted they needed to get in, into a team. And so it was actually this most recent contract you went really hard for players to get over, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, definitely the clubs are probably enjoying a lot of players you can choose from. All these players wanting to trial out and stuff. Eh? Well, so, we're, so, well, we got two. We got two new trainees. We got, we got, yeah, from Senex. Yeah, I yeah, think we said well. that last time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess, yeah, just what I'm saying, you know, like these guys that drop. just need gigs, you know, like probably good footy players, but yeah. just victim to teams folding. And then most teams have got fairly fullish rosters and they mm. only have like a few plugs to, holes to plug. Sorry. Mm. Um, and you know, like you might be a good player, but that other team, all the other teams have already got players in those spots. And yeah, yeah. 
you know, all of a sudden you don't have a gig. Which most teams, I was talking with a physio the other day with Veg, he was like, we were counting the numbers of people on the board. That are injured? No, just our squad. squad. Oh, right. We had like 61 players. Yeah. I was like, that's... But even if you think like, about... It's epic. Like, how does that even happen? Yeah, we signed a lot of Lucy's the last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you look at even quite a few, like, um, two of our new guys both just got had season enders and, you know, like, I guess it just happens with long pre-season in Japan. I think the super squads are a bit smaller just because their pre-season is shorter. You only play it two or three games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah three. Whereas, yeah. like, in Japan, you know, like, Seven month preseason. It's basically another season, eh? Yeah, and, then, oh. and with lot with that many games as well, mm. and just contact trainings and stuff, you just start picking up injuries. Yeah, so yeah, I think uh, yeah, we seem like you said abundance of uh, locks and flankers at the moment, but I guess uh, you know you never know what's going to happen in terms of injuries and stuff. And there's a few that are almost in like you'd call it academy with us where they're younger, maybe not ready to play division one yet, but where they, we see potential in them, I guess, and just, uh, going, yeah, going through. So it's like other teams or other competitions have like B sides and stuff. We don't, we just have everyone training together and then, um, just a bit of a gun buddy. You know, hey, so. I think at least this year, hopefully, I think COVID doesn't seem as prevalent that they get those B games and the, mm-hmm. you know, in the bye weeks, we have a lot of bye weeks. Yeah. So hopefully like, they can get some game time in there. So it can just be a long season if you're not a game member, unfortunately. Because we had a lot of games last year cancelled. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of it was just, it wasn't even like because somebody had a case necessarily. It was like if you get cases, then get a cluster or something, you basically lost a game. And with us, well, we had 10 games or something. You lose one and another team in your sixth league competition gets a f- bonus <laughs> point from that. Then it's a big, you know, yeah. effect. So. Yeah, you can't, you almost couldn't last year. You couldn't really afford to drop a game. Mm. A few were, I think, um, in our like kind of top three battle out, it was us, Contetsu and Honda. Yeah, yeah. And he know we're floating there mm. too, you know. And you drop a game of five point, like that, that could actually cost you your like playoff season. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was an interesting, yes, way. Like you play 10 games, you pick first, second, third, and then the only benefit there is like you get two home games. Yeah, you're going to play the same game, team game. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, there would be a big gap, unfortunately, from the bottom to the top team. But I do think that they should merge that Div 2 and Div mm. 3 together. And kind of they just all play against each other. And yeah. I understand div, the Division 3 is meant to be like the unprofessional, yeah, but yeah. they haven't gone pro. But just because that league's only got well, five, five, five teams, teams, you know, five like teams. It's, yeah. and they're trying to match the top list, so they're just playing each other mm. three or four times. Because yeah. you've got the promotion relegation, you've got to have the same length as the 12-team comp. So that's why last year, even with six teams, every two weeks or something is like goodbye. Yeah. Um, and then you just don't really get... That, uh, yeah. Momentum. Um, and yeah. you just get sick of like preview- previewing the same teams over and over. Like, it's boring, man. <laughs> Third time we've played this team. Yeah. yeah. So we know what they're going to do. Now, yeah. Um, I, like I said, I, I think it would, wouldn't be the worst if they merged them and just, oh, there'd be some bad scores, unfortunately, a few cricket scores. But even say, an, uh, what is it? The, the D Rocks that are in there now that are probably pretty stacked. Yeah. That. They, they could probably roll out a, a, a B ish side and give some guys a run. Mm. Against say like a um one of the weaker sides and yeah. they're like a Regulions or the Gash mm. or something. That's what they do in uh the Premier League at soccer, like you have a rotations and stuff because you play 
two games a week or something. Yeah, you know, I'm so. pretty sure that's what like Suntory and Panasonic do when they verse mm. us. You just see their teams change. Well, when I was at Coke, it's like their teams changed quite a bit. It's like, we got this boys. And I think one year we were winning at halftime and we were so pumped in the uh, dressing room. We're like, let's go, boys. They like, just roll out uh, the A team. <laughs> it's like 20 to 15 or something. We were like, yeah. And like, we we're like, man, our plan's working. And then I think they just, like they were trying some stuff and it just wasn't working and the stuff we were doing was working. Then... Yeah, I think we ended up losing like 60 to 20 or something. Flick the switch. All right, boys, let's go back into game let's, mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I reckon not, if you're losing a game that you should definitely be winning, the coach will probably give you a bit of a spray at halftime as well. All right, wake up. <laughs> Maybe not in those words. Time to do your job. Yeah, but yeah I think uh, this is probably like the most... Coach. Like, yeah. We started off slow in the code check, but it's a uh, grown. Um, what about, uh, is it time for... The Derlin story of the day, the Derlin story of the day, the Derlin story of the day, the pickle play. Um, I didn't actually know, ask you if you had one. but Yeah, I do. I've actually got, I, I got a bit of a bank <laughs> from um, camp. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because the boys know that I'm like keeping a tally <laughs> so they'll get a pickle play and like come over and tell me, like, bro, I've got a pickle play. <laughs> they got to tell it to me. But um, I guess the one that I'm going to go with, this one actually broke me, like seriously broke me, but I um, I had treatment. Oh, anyway, I'll, t- I'll say the loud of the room first. So there was, you know, your room and there was a single bed on kind of each corner of the room. And then in between the beds was like two PowerPoint. So effectively one PowerPoint each is kind of how most people do it. But what I hadn't realized, <laughs> this is real interesting, is that for the first few nights, um, Dylan had just been charging all his stuff. So his iPad and his iPhone on a, like a super portable charger so he could keep using it in bed because you couldn't like the, the the charging ports were just too far away from the beds to be able to use them in bed oh, yeah, so he'd just been lying in bed with a portable charger just charging stuff so he could do whatever he does <laughs> which is like a pickle play in itself almost but anyway <laughs> so he hadn't actually used the powerpoint for like the first few nights so his actual powerpoint had a multi-port that had three ports so like he he had like a three port going, whereas I was just using one, and that's all I needed to charge my phone every night. Yeah. And anyway, so I'd I'd um gone and pu- um plugged in my switch because I had run out of battery because I was gaming quite a bit, and I had treatment, and it normally takes about an hour and a half, two hours because of the walk there and the walk back and stuff. I figured I oh, awesome it'll charge up, and then by the time I finish treatment, I can play a bit of switch before I go to bed. And then I went and I went and got treatment, and then came back. And then I seen my whole power port, like my whole plug, everything had just been unplugged out of the wall. And Dill had plugged in his like iPhone charger to charge his iPad. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, hopefully it's just recent and my switch is charged. I go turn on my switch and it's just dead. Like, zero charge. <laughs> I'd done it pretty much as soon as I walked out of the room. <laughs> and I just lost the plot. Like, the three ports next to my charger were just empty. Yeah. And he just got an unplugged my one. Like, and and I, was, I was like, you don't even do that normally. Like, you respect my charges. That's, that's what I'm using to charge. And he just was like, no, Ben doesn't need to switch. Just unplugs mine and plugs in his iPad that he wasn't actually using at the time. I yeah. was just like, I just walked in and just lost it. I was yeah. so gutted. I was like looking forward to a bit of switch time before I go to bed. And they said, I just had to, I don't know, scroll or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I was so bitter. Just I was fuming like, in bed. Yeah. I was just like, you're such a pickle. <laughs> Just uh, me, yeah, he's like, man, my friends are gaming too much. He's not seeing the outside world. Yeah. So just, oh. just wanted to chat with I reckon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon the pickle would probably have the highest screen time of people, anyone in our team. Like, my minutes what, looking yeah, at the yeah. screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, he's up there, eh? Yeah. yeah Even he'd, during gym, he'd be, yeah, he like so he just like scrolling TikTok in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Harden, mate, he's got some serious screen time on him. It's yeah, true. With the fact that he like couldn't bear to be away from his phone, mm. so he brought a portable charger to charge his stuff while he was in bed, so he could just keep screen time up. Yeah, that's smart, smart. I th- um. I think, yeah, that's one of the things, like, even just for your alarm, because you've got someone next to you, it's like, I was like, man, I don't want my phone to be too far away because it would take me longer to turn my alarm off than they might wake up. Kind oh, of so you're, like, you're thoughtful about your roommate. But yeah, nice. Another <laughs> pickle player of the week. Um, any, uh, like, uh, what about, uh, we haven't thought up another, what's it called, a thing for you to do a jingle for H, but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm sure you've got a section you can come up with. Mm, um, and they all come up pretty uh, authentically, eh? So yeah. it's nothing. Um, but uh, Something will happen during the weekend. We'll mm. get one going for next week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, in terms of, like you said, the this is what I was going to talk about. Uh, did you see <laughs> Ken Tetsu? What is it? Did you yeah. see Ken Tetsu on the weekend play the Rebels? Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. I knew that game was coming up. Mm. I, in fact, when I was in Osaka a few weeks ago, they had the Ken Tetsu boys were in I want to say Kanda Station. Number? Or Number, yeah. yeah sorry. I don't know. Yeah, that number. It's a big And one. they all the um they were all the constituents were all there just handing out flies for that game actually. Mm, and yeah. Brucey, one of the old Mitsubishi players, oh, yeah. was was the one that gave my flyer. And I was like, ah, oh, hey Brucey. But yeah. What's gonna was is his name Brucey because his last name's Lee? Yep. Oh, I knew they had a player Lee who used to play for us, so <laughs> I just assumed. Um but nice. <laughs> Big Bruce, yeah, yeah big Bruce Lee. <laughs> but yeah, how did they go? I actually, haven't um, even seen I think that. they. Uh, it was close at halftime. I think it was like twenty to fifteen or something. I think they might have been winning, but it was like what I said with Coke against. It's pretty like what I said. <laughs> Coke against Pinna um, ended up being about fifty to twenty or something. I'll just uh, double check. The same thing. Oh, the Rebels are trialing some stuff out in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Went into the changing rooms. The coach gives them a spray. Come on, boys. Come, buddy, might just be a Japan thing where like Japanese players are just really good at starting games, you know, like mm. just, you know, even for myself, it takes me a while to kind of get into a game. Yeah. You know, like getting like used to the contact yeah. or like, you know, just ready or yeah, you know, on the wing like, yeah. hey, guys. can I do something? <laughs> I'm getting cold. It could be a thing because, yeah, the Sakura woman also started. Yeah, they always yeah. seem to start really, well. Really well. Peter off or and maybe not Peter off teams just kind of wear them down. Lock in. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I think, um, because you don't, like, mental skills coaches and stuff are starting to become a bit more popular over here, but normally it was just like a, just get yelled at by a coach and you just got to, you know, do army crawlers or something for two uh, hours. Kirita, uh, we had one, like a, true. Who, oh, like, yeah. he did like one of the Red Bull, <clears throat> like, flying pilots thing. Mm. And he, <laughs> that's like kind of funny actually. So he was saying he's never, like, done something for a team, like, you know, being part of a team or a person that hasn't achieved the goal that they had wanted for that year. And then, like, Curita wasn't doing that well that year, and then he just stopped working with us. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, that's why. You just quit. Guys. <laughs> Full yeah. Oh, yeah. See you later, guys. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Well, I think, uh, like, even at Coke, some of the boys are like, we seem like main, but then something unlucky will happen. Like, we're up against someone, and it looks like we score, but they bring back for a forward pass, and then from the next play, they score. And then we're like, oh. Yeah, like down. we've lost yeah. again kind of thing and it's like the fifth minute um so you just kind of see after that like they're still obviously trying hard but i guess um it's just not the same as like when you like believe kind of thing so yeah. just yeah maybe just getting that mental side stronger definitely the ability to flush i reckon mm. is mm. super important and yeah. uh, i mean it takes years and I, I still struggle to flush things sometimes if i get real worked <laughs> up but being able to you know break 
a game up, you know, like uh, flush a moment. You you know, yeah. don't don't let mistakes pile on each other yeah. until you're just in a rut in a game, and then you're just dropping every single high ball. Yeah, yeah. You just start yeah, dreading. super hard to just stay in the moment and like, yeah. okay, next job, next job. What's my next? Job? I I just reckon if you get into that <laughs> as a winger, like that state of starting to fear high balls, yeah. like fear dropping a high ball, like it's can be yeah, real long. Would be like it's a word for it. Almost like daunting because it's a big high ball. Everyone's watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you What's shell the do? if What's you shell the do? first, I always think if you catch the first one real clean, you know, then it puts off the other team. Like, oh man, this guy's actually good. And mm-hmm. then like they start trying too hard or like kicking it too, trying to kick it way high or yeah. or like put it in a better spot and end up like not doing the kick as well because you've yeah. spanned them. But if you shell the first one, they like just start being like, oh yeah, this guy can't catch. And then they just start peppering you. Yeah. yeah. And like, so I reckon if, if you drop the second one, if you drop the first one, you're good. If you drop the second one, like they're like, now nah, we're just gonna like bomb the sky yeah, all day, and they you know as a player you know they're gonna do it, and you're like no. Oh, even if the second one you don't even catch, like you don't get anywhere near, and then bounces in front of you, you're like. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I remember watching uh, I think Waisaki Nohola's debut for the Blue, and he had one of those games. First one shoulder is oh, okay. That's the first one. Second one shoulder, and then from there on, oh, it's just, just everything. I think he might have caught one the whole game. It becomes a real long day in the office, yeah. Because like I felt sorry for him. For they almost kind of get it. Like the opposite team gets excited, almost like mm. they just tuck it up, knowing that you're scared. And then even the chase line get more excited because like, oh, there's a chance that we're going to get the ball back here. You know, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just downward spiral. They just <laughs> yeah. get more and more ginky. Yeah, yes. it starts getting real. He's going to drop like it, said, he's going to drop yeah, it. It starts getting real daunting. <laughs> oh, and like you get that little voice in your head that's like, don't drop it, don't drop it. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. You get, way, like, there's way too much time. I reckon, like, high balls, you're just standing there waiting, especially if you're under it. Mm. So. What if I do this and then you start thinking about that? I, I, the worst I, I hate when they, if they get it real perfect and it just sits right on you, like mm. you don't even have the Can't ability jump. to jump. Yeah. And then you know that you're just going to get absolutely <laughs> deleted when you catch it. <laughs> like, just quickly tuck the old knees yeah, out. Like, like, little light box, like little head. touch jump. Yeah. Um, or well, I, uh, found the score. They were leading 12 5, ended up losing 50 to 17. And I think, uh, the Rebels got an, uh, like six tries in the second half. Yeah. And they reckon, um, the head coach from the Rebels was saying like it was a good opportunity to play the fast pace, like Japan mm. rugby blood some, stuff. Blood some talent. I'm yeah, sure yeah. that they got to bleed a few academy boys that mm. they haven't been able to play yet. So it'd be pretty, like, how early, like, it's, it's not so early. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so, so early. So, um, what's, uh, they start. They don't start preseason for like a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're, oh, they're actually going to start earlier this year because <coughs> of the World um, Cup. Super, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. I've heard. Uh, well, I know. New oh, that's still there. Would still coming. be a month out of preseason, though. Yeah, uh, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks they start. Yeah, yeah. they start November. So yeah. it's just for the young. It would have been yeah, a good chance. Good for, opportunity. Guess, yeah, yeah, imagine like absolutely. You'd, you'd be stoked if you're an academy. Like, oh, we're going to take you to Japan. And you like you know obviously get a trip away for one and two you get to you know play play some footy and then yeah. Guinea is the opposition nine and you're like whoa kind of thing and then obviously Cooper wasn't playing cause, yeah but yeah they had um the category A Patrick uh, Stans yeah yeah, yeah. it's so, a tuck shocky boy mm, so but yeah I wonder what they're gonna do like you were talking about Corbe uh, losing out on a ten option and then not really having <laughs> what about uh, yeah well they, I know Patrick did play ten for them before. 
Quaid signed mm-hmm. there, or even when Quaid was there and was injured or whatever. So oh, he's yeah. like a he, he is a ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's played ten for them. But I think he's more naturally a twelve, yeah. personally. But I mean, he's an option there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think ideally, Kintetsu probably wished that they had try look for someone else. Yeah, I don't know how many people are floating around now, but because I'm sure because he got injured in international duty, I think they've got like a kind of insurance thing if you're outside of the team, like if you're letting people go somewhere, but. Yeah, you can have kind of a bit of cash or whatever. Probably yeah. wouldn't get all of it back, but even if you get some cash, like yeah, can you know, we funnel yeah, this into yeah. picking up yeah, someone? Yeah, yeah. You need someone. Yeah, I mean the NPCs just finished back home, mm-hmm. the national provincial championship. I'm sure that there'd be some first fives floating around that would be pretty keen to play in Japan. What about like Worcester, um, like going bankrupt or whatever they did in? Oh, the like, Warriors, yeah, yeah. Well, their players, I'm pretty sure, like because they haven't been paid. They can probably get out of their contracts because obviously the other... Although yeah, their contract's been breached. Mm. Yeah. But it's a, the same concept as over here, like Senex going under mm. and even Docomo. You know, you just have all these players that are just keen to yeah, play footy still. Job, you yeah. know, like the good players too yeah. that um, are trying to find jobs and rosters that are pretty much full. Yeah. I'll tell you who's floating around. Oh, actually, I think he's been resigned. Elton Chanchis. Chanchis. Oh, yeah, because he... He's been leaving. Dropped, yeah, by the, the D Rock. Yeah, but they said he's gonna, like, for his family, it's been if he's gonna stay until just before the season I, starts. Uh, but is it? Do you, can, I actually think I've heard somewhere, and I can't remember, don't even know how I can quote the source now, but. Is that Japan somewhere? I think he's got yeah. a gig in Japan, eh? Well, maybe even, maybe even Kintetsu. Mm. Do you um, know really? That'd but, be why. I, I think this might be one of those, like, random rumors that I've been told that doesn't come into fruition, but. I mean, I'm pretty certain. You heard it here first. Yeah, I think he got a gig somewhere. Nice. Um, but yeah, I guess... Uh, I mean, my rumours normally come good, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you have been on the money lately. I, mean, I called um, Docomo dropping out of the comp months before it happened. I just want to remind everyone of that. Um, well, I think because, uh, yeah, D-Rocks, they said they're going to keep things contract um, until like mid or like a week out of the season for his family to like... Because they or they all live, you know, in Udayasu or whatever. But it's probably so. Even if he goes to another Japanese club, he's still contracted. Like, I guess he can train with someone else, but maybe just to oh, keep like him you're away saying from, that he's like that kind of dogging him a bit. Like, like yeah, so. just keep him there or like keep him under contract so you can't register. Because you need two weeks to register someone, I think, to a I feel like team or something. So normally What's Japan don't really Japan don't really care about that. Oh, I, well, we went over this on the other podcast, but they don't normally care. About oh, that that's kind of stuff, yeah, 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 that's you know, right. like <clears throat> I would, it seems weird that that just to decide oh, this time they do care and that just kind yeah, of like yeah. ruin his chance of going to another team. Um, yeah, what's the timing on the on the registration? registration of the I players? think um, they were saying so. <coughs> once you have your quota of players, the only way you can get a new one in if it's season in season or uh, whatever is a joke. It takes like yeah, you have to replace them for an injured player or something like that, but. I think it takes two weeks to register someone, but I'm not sure if that's if they're outside of the country. Maybe it's just to get visas and stuff. But I know there's a two week window where you can't play someone after. So you hand the stuff and you register. Then it's two weeks. Oh, okay. So uh, you can just uh, make so even. It's, I mean, that's, it's a different league. It's like they're in Division Two now, the D Rock. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't even affect them at all. But yeah. um, well, we're just speculating. Um, but yeah, who knows? So you're probably going to like someone in Division yeah, Two. And, I even uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I can't actually remember, but I'm pretty sure he he's, might have snuck a gig in somewhere. Yeah. Well, it can't be, um, can't be, uh, oh, maybe it's actually not in Japan. Maybe I read somewhere that it's somewhere else. Oh, yeah, like France, or mm. Europe. Yeah, maybe I'll backtrack on that. Yeah. yeah. I think he has, does have a gig, though. 
Yeah, sure. Well, Lined up. You did not hear it here first. <laughs> well, you did. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, sweet. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, to just go without, um, you know, without being able to replace and yeah, well, no, they're kind of in the same boat as say a Suntory without Karibi. Mm, yeah. I know we've talked about this before, but you know, guys that you lose an international duty, they're kind of like a core component of your team. Yeah. yeah. And it's post contracting window. Yeah. And so you're trying to pick up again. No, I wouldn't, I don't like to use the word dregs, but mm-hmm. you know, the guys that have put their hand up to get contracts have yeah. already got them now. Yeah. So yeah. now you're actually hunting for a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, well, Cooper, Cooper's, uh, you know, he's a 10 into the junior of the team and would have been a. Yeah. They, I like, I don't think main. I'll be the only one thinking this, but they've pretty much built their whole attack system around Quaid yeah, as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like losing, losing him was. Yeah. I cannot think of a worse person that can like any team could have lost. Yeah, like can they do effectively like live and die by Quaid? Unfortunately, yeah. Even if it was like you had to pick one of Quaid or Guinea, you pick Quaid because yeah. he, he can tell a nine what to do. Like, obviously, Guinea has that connection with him, so they can do it all a lot better. But yeah. if you had to keep one, it'd probably be Quaid. So. I'd yeah, say like across the board of like every single team, like they like losing. Quaid, like yeah. any team could have like lost their best player, but for Contetsu losing Quaid, yeah. it hurts them the most. There's all their tries. Well, majority of their tries and those wing tries, like Quaid and like yeah. it was just a, oh, they just run the whole attack the shape. Yeah, yeah. The, well, they don't really have well, they have shape. Sorry, but it's very yeah. like um, yeah, it's Razzly. Yeah. It's super Razzly, and it's quick, quick <laughs> tap everything, keep ball and play. It's actually a really cool attack, and I like that you can think. I'd love for Mitsubishi to turn into this, but when you think of Kintetsu, you already think of their attack, like they have like an attack DNA, you know, yeah. like it's high tempo, it's fast, like that's how they play rugby. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to have that, I reckon. Like yeah. I'd love Mitsubishi to have like a kind of theme or concept that when teams think of Mitsubishi, they're like, oh yeah, that's how they attack, that's what they do. Yeah. At the moment, we're just like, yeah. Fence. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I do defense. like fence. Um, yeah, it was defense plus the first half of last season. We just give it to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> just make him run fast. That's um, so funny. Yeah. If you run real fast <laughs> and put uh, the ball down over the line. Well, there were a few, uh, like, I think it was game against Hino when you were uh, going and it's like, man, he's giving you, like, he's like, you, he knows you like, he knows you like to go on the outside, giving you like no space on the outside and you still just take it. Um, and then he, I'm like, he was there to tackle you, but just obviously underestimated your, strength and um you end up scoring but then somebody brought up last week that you almost didn't make it in a runaway try against honda so yeah um it's just uh yeah i guess i actually remember that honda try i remember this your face after you scored it just sucking in the big ones mate yeah (coughs) i remember it so vividly because we'd been on attack i'm not so not on attack on defense and we'd been defending our line for like a solid 20 minutes like boys were gas and we had just been like throwing ourselves on defense and i like they almost threw the like through the towel and like they just tried a random as chip kick like they're attacking in our 22 yeah. and through like a row chip kicking because they almost like they couldn't break us which yeah. is kind of cool and then it like fell into my hands and i kind of broke the initial line and then i had 80 meters you know like i once i got past the fullback and stuff and i i remember trying to open up and like both my hamstrings just started like tightening like yeah. almost cramping and i was like oh no i'm not gonna hear the end of this <laughs> if i get if i get reeled and the boys are just gonna ride me for the rest of my life and I just like started angling for the corner and I was like, have to make it, have to make it. And I remember like diving eight meters out of my yeah. just like, trying to slide in. Because it was rainy as yeah. it was. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a good day to slide though. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I was like absolutely cooked and then like couldn't even breathe and had to get back and then just shelled the kickoff straight away afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, how good. How good. Fun oh. time. Yeah, I mean, and going back to, I guess, how we had to play all the teams, the top three teams, three times. We beat them all, and then the like, time when it matters, we like, lose to both ends, and then coming third after like nine straight wins out of ten <laughs> or something. Like, oh. I mean, obviously, all's well that ends well. But yeah, it was just a, it was all part of the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. How good, how good. Um, this is, yeah, like I said. The most right, we were talking about chat. But no, uh, I think uh, anything else you guys want to, I guess, go through any points of call to the public? Um, there was actually something I want to start doing, um, asking questions, like not for a guest, what I used to do when we had guests is just put up questions of what you want to yeah. get answered. And they'll probably all come from Sam Chonkett, but um, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. But yeah, and just putting something up Give before up we do these. Discuss them. Yeah, yeah, during like... 24 hours before and then we can uh, talk about the good ones and yeah. go from there so yeah. um, if you're listening to this and you want to put some questions through send them through on their Instagram either early through messages or I'll hopefully put up a story with one of those ask your question things after that so it's good idea yeah. answer a few questions oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh we, we have a game coming up this weekend too yeah should we talk Dynamo about Dynamo Wars <laughs> versus Panasonic, Panasonic. Yeah. yeah how good our, well, it's our well, it's our fourth pre-season game yeah it's our fourth game yeah. um, playing up in Kumagaya. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably not going to go watch. Mm. <laughs> bit far away. Why not? It's so far away. Um, yeah, well, I think... Um, just well, they sucks. call it the graveyard, don't they? Panasonic. Like, they went through a, like a, a long time of not ever losing. Mm. Oh, yeah. There. yeah. Well, I mean, last year, they didn't lose. The only games they lost were because of COVID. Um, you know, oh, they, they just went undefeated to, last yeah, year. Yeah, so they lost their first two because they got COVID cases and then won every one yeah. and then came second, I think. I'm, I'm pretty sure NEC only won games because of COVID mm. last year on that night. And, um, and Honda <laughs> against Honda for the promotion relegation. Yeah, so. yeah. By aggregate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, I mean, you guys know a few guys from the C, so maybe uh, next time we can interview one yeah. of those guys. And I'd happily talk about NEC. Yeah. I know a few people. I know the head coach quite well, so we'll set it for another time, but I'm definitely happy to rip into him. <laughs> <laughs> How good, dude. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know if there's any way you can watch our game. A lot of the preseason games over here aren't televised. Yeah. Um, some of them, they put it on YouTube, but it depends on the team, uh, what kind of, I guess, facilities they have and stuff. Like, really, Kurita Ooh. does every single game, eh? Like, They've got... Uh, yeah, but it's quite low quality, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, so. true. Not yeah, bad, but it's nice that they even mm. offer it. I'm yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. oh, it, it can be tough watching. I mean, I used to give the link to my family, and it was like, they just turn it off halfway through. Yeah, like, which one's you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody got the ball. <laughs> but yeah, true. Um, but no, I guess uh, it should be an exciting game, like you said, against the champions yeah. at their home. Um, preseason games, obviously. Like, last time we played them, they had, like, four teams and um, swapped every 20 minutes or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, can't really read into anything in these preseason games, but yeah. it'd be a good hit out. It's um, a good chance to run the field. Uh, nah, I know we were playing. Definitely not. It's not the main uh, field. It's not even their other field. Oh, uh, their other field, field. Their B field's been taken by, like, um, high school girl sevens or something. <laughs> so, um, That's yeah. difficult. Balls have been demoted to the C field. <laughs> yeah. You still get the change room, sir? Uh, no, I think we get, like... Oh, you don't even get the change <laughs> you don't get those. Oh, their changing rooms are real nice. Yeah. Their changing rooms would be probably the best changing rooms mm. in Div 1, I'd say. Yeah. Or, sorry, in, in League 1. Because yeah. those are the changing rooms to their main stadium, eh? Like, but then we just got the back door to the B field. <laughs> that was like just brown. Um, oh. uh, but yeah, and then we went up, me and the coaches went up like the stairs 
to watch from a higher point and then you could see the main field and it was just the greenest Lush green I'd ever seen. Grass was always green on the yeah. other side. Um, but yeah, uh, we were playing, I think it's a, I think it's like a three minute walk or something from where we're getting changed to the place. So it's not too bad, but it's, I don't know what the, just a warm up walk. Like. I'm only going to go look at the other ground day. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and last year it was so cold. It was like, New almost New Year's Eve, I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was New Year's Eve, but it was like, like so called just watching. I remember I um, I know Vince from school, mm. and I like wanted to like hang around and talk to him, but I was so cold <laughs> after the match, especially because I'm a wing and I just yeah. didn't do anything anyways. And I was like freezing. We just like kind of shook hands, like said stuff, and then walked away. And I was like, <laughs> man, getting the onset. Yeah, mm. pretty much. But the the I do the change rooms and stay set up is actually pretty awesome would be up there for sure yeah, yeah. i mean or new and they moved there from um like uh where were they before they guma yeah so yeah so it's a yeah all cool setup i think the government or the prefecture um saitama kind of helped them out a little yeah bit they did I, I remember reading about it because yeah. they've been so quite successful that the council or whatever the municipal is that mm-hmm. what you call it they pretty happy to put a bit of like backing towards it oh, yeah. like giving them obviously land and i think even a bit of funding yeah. because and then they host things like the sevens and things like that in return yeah i think curita did a similar thing when they moved to tachikawa oh, yeah yeah they got the backing and then they host like a lot of um stuff during the day because the boys all train at night yeah and sometimes we'd try to go in for like the foreigners would go in to do some extras <laughs> and like we're not allowed to use the field because they were doing oh, like true. random stuff yeah just like random tag events or sevens yeah yeah. i know the japan 20s train there as well oh true, true. yeah nice um well, i think yeah all of that stuff like they've even at the panel one they've got the hotel where if you're a away team and you're going there and you're far enough away to stay the night you can basically stay there and i think it's a hotel run by i guess the government oh sorry the council or whatever um but and overlooks like one of their training fields and they've got a cafe there and you can buy like panasonic style themed they have know, their own beer, beer don't they yeah, i'm pretty sure panasonic beer. have their own brew okay. and it's like a, um the cans all have players on them and stuff like, it's actually really oh, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. i like have literally bought them because i was, thought they were so cool Should we, like, man this is awesome that is a good idea should we start a beer yeah absolutely yeah. Then, a beer yeah well, well i'd rather start a sake like yeah, a yeah, true a nihon. Uh, like it feels like we're kind of stealing an idea but it's not like panasonic invented the idea of having a team brew yeah but, well yeah. every podcast has got a either a coffee or an alcoholic beverage or both um <laughs> so i think we're just uh yeah. should we set our own hot chocolate <laughs> I mean, yeah, it took you, you were slaving away, you've got um, cacao beans everywhere. Um, but <laughs> Dirty hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that could be a go, sake. It just doesn't have a, like, diner beers sounds so much cooler diner than beer. sake beers. But It's hard enough me trying to get, like, socks off the mm. ground, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's weird, like, yeah, as soon as the company, like, we're sponsored for, well, don't even know if you call it a sponsor, I don't know if they give us our stuff for free, but um, we wear Canterbury stuff. And they've just got the rights to the Canterbury logo and stuff. So you just can't use it on other things because they like everything that's got it on it. Canterbury have to basically say, um, yes to it or whatever. Like it's Canterbury logo almost. So yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, interesting. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. know. I just designed some socks and like got them all for the boys a couple of years ago and like they're saying the width and I'd love to do it again. But because I just did it without asking anyone and then, um, sold them all to the boys, um, at cost. I didn't make a profit by the way. Um, like, so we just all talked and then afterwards they came and told me off for it. But I was like, oh, it just seems weird that you guys don't provide us with cool mm-hmm. socks. So I went and did it and now, like, oh, you don't they do don't again. provide us with this. Yeah. Socks. What about, um, should we realsies do some Japan Rugby Weekly socks? 
Realsies. Like with those and then just hand them out. And maybe if people want them, we can send them to people. Are you over. saying with the Dynamo's logo, but just underneath say JRW <laughs> or just JRW? Just, so- just the socks as we own the, well, I've got, I made the logo. So you just put them on a sock and then people are like, oh, what's that? Put a <laughs> for, QR code. For realsies. <laughs> but yeah, um, here to here first. I'm making socks. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we just, it's like we went bankrupt, bankrupt uh, through the socks, so we yeah. stopped the podcast. Yeah. JRW, JRW socks, JRW, JRW. merch. Mm. Yeah. So we it's get some merch it. going. Yeah. Well, let us know if there's anything so you e- want. E- e- Kanji JRW um, collaboration, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd have to. That'd be the true. Shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> get a deal made. Yeah. Well, um, did I tell you guys uh, we had a very, very cool um, fan, um, Ben? He's uh, not you. Oh, um, I was going to say. From overseas. Yeah. In the first season, he um, yeah made his own uh, JRW-like shirt yeah. and put it online. So I was like, what a skucks. So oh, awesome. He probably yeah, doesn't know that. what skucks means. He's got a good name. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's such a shit joke. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a standard <clears throat> joke. Standard Benny. What are we, we going to finish with like a... Um, you know, we always have like a Japan, just something. Mm. I can't think of what. Like Normally a, you've got a question for us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, drive yeah. in straight or back in parking? What? Oh, like do I oh, Gaijin so Park or do, do I Japanese park? Gaijin Park or Japanese Park? Yeah. Um, everyone, for, if you don't know, everyone in Japan like backs into their park, which, um, yeah. I think it's very situational. I definitely don't reverse in every single time. Yeah. Like if it makes more sense to just drive in. I'll drive in. Like, I get a convenience most of the time. I'll just drive in. Drive in straight. Yeah. But, so at home, I, at home, I reverse park. Supermarket. See, supermarket, I'll reverse park if there's space for your boot to open up. Mm. Yeah. But if you're, yeah, if you, if there's no space for your boot to open smart, up. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Then some I just drive to go to. It's like, why is everyone backing in? Cause they, there's no and then space. And they're putting, they're putting their, their groceries in, like, through the past, the side yeah. door. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I don't know. Oh, even like, I call it Gaijin parking though. Like mm. when you, when you see everyone's back and yeah, one car's yeah. facing one car. the wrong way, like oh, that's definitely a Gaijin. And you go in the restaurant or whatever, and there's a foreigner there. You're like, yeah, it was him. See, like at restaurants, yeah, I normally reverse park and yeah. I reverse park into my house too. Yeah, just because I think it's easier to drive out on the stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, so you set yourself up for the Yeah, and mm. also my son's car seat is towards the house if you reverse it. Oh, yeah. Things like that. Keep but my it. wife always just drives in every time. Mm. And it's just like, and then she has to get the, like sun out, get some and like out from the cupboard, then takes them through the car to get out from the right, right side. Yeah, yeah. Do you what? know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I've voiced my mm. concern over this multiple times, but <laughs> yeah, I've got a process. A yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, well, whenever you're going somewhere, like if you're going to go watch the Mighty Dinobores play and you park there, then it's definitely better to reverse because the, I think the, um, idea behind is if everyone goes there, and arrives at different times, but leaves at the same time. Everyone trying to reverse out is a lot less efficient than everyone just driving out yeah. straight. Yeah. So hundred percent. It actually would be. It's really hard to reverse out of those parks mm-hmm. too. They're very close to the. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. yeah. On that note, how awesome is it when you can, like, drive through 
So that you're you're facing it looks like you've reversed it, but you haven't. You've just driven through the car park. Nothing better. Yeah, yeah, you haven't actually had to reverse park, but you look like you reverse park. (laughs) I like spend time looking at like at Costco. I never. I always just look for one of those. Do you always go to the roof car parking? I always go to the roof because it's so stressful. Yeah, and then also if I buy like a pizza or something, I go on the roof and it's overlooking the um, scenery, so I can have a look and listen to music up there. And I'm like, life's all right yeah. yeah it's not yeah. bad yeah, yeah. And then costco pizza sick. goes so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do do you go to the entry of costco or you go there? i always try to park in between you know how like you can oh, get to a corner tricks. yeah and i normally or but if i have to choose i'll try and park near the exit hmm. oh, so like when you you're wheeling your stuff to your car exit. so you have to walk further to get to the entrance but when you're leaving with your trolley full of stuff it's that you're getting closer mm. to your car because they give you a trolley Again, I'd almost ex- like I think of myself as a Costco connoisseur Whoa. as well. Um, <laughs> Should we have a connoisseur segment? Mm, um, connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's you can al- you can also get my like Kimbini lolly of the of the week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Another just... thing that's seasonal actually over here lollies. Have you? Have you yeah, heard yeah, of? yeah. Um, Some very good seasonal treats. Kimbini. You always get like the seasonal flavor. Like we'll probably get a lot of a. Uh, in overseas, it's like pumpkin lattes and stuff. They've come over recently, but over here, a lot of it's the sweet potato flavor oh, yes. stuff. And I'm not like a huge fan, to be honest, mm. of sweet potato. I don't like, I just think of potatoes that quite, in my mind, it's a starch. Mm. You know, like I don't associate potato and sweet. Yeah. But if something's like potato flavored, I'm not expecting it to be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and I think I just kind of go into it with that mindset when I have sweet potato flavored things. Do you oh. like sweet potato then? Do you like a bit yes, of Yes, I have one. I literally have one tonight for dinner. Nice. Yeah. I love it, eh? I, it's all I like it in Japan supermarkets. It's another mm. like tip. Yeah. From being, as when you can, they've got those little stalls with hot stones and yeah, like yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. Kumara. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I can, the Kumara over delicious. here is sweeter than back mm, home too. Yeah. Yeah, you buy them that perfectly cooked oh, every single time. It's yeah. insane. Like you just buy a kumara that's perfectly cooked. Yeah, you just take home and eat. Yeah, how good? That's outrageous. Um, have you ever bought one from the um, the van or the truck that goes around and playing the music? Yeah, I, it's, it's like the mist. It's like the mist. Oh, is that what it does? Yeah, it's yakimo. I think it's like oishi oishi yakimo. It's like the Mister Whippy of Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it honestly, is. there's a reason why they live. And to they literally drive around. Um, like kid areas too. Yeah, they're not yeah, even yeah. trying to get adults. Well, we have one drive, yeah, yeah. Oh, like when the winter comes through, yeah, yeah. yeah. One drives around every Friday, Saturday night, mm. and he become my like because uh, he sees me. He's like, oh, not gonna be sent you. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. And then you're like, you surely want a kumara. <laughs> and then every week he comes around, and you always buy a kumara from him. Dekai kumara on Yes. Does he understand kumara, or do you have to say? No, I told him kumara. Oh, yeah. nice. He's like, What's a kumara? What's you a like kumara? potato? Well, even sweet potato. Like yakimo just means like fried or cooked potato. So yeah, it's, yeah so it's um, not actually the name of like kumara and stuff. But I think you'd only really buy like yakimo. What's sweet potato in Japanese? Dagi it's um, satsumaimo. But I want to check because I'm scared now. <laughs> um, you hit it. <laughs> satsumaimo. If you yeah. said that to a Japanese person, would they assume kumara? Oh, yeah. oh, as okay. long as I've got it right. <laughs> it's like taro. <laughs> yeah, I uh, always, because everyone just says yakimo, so I'm worried now. But if it's right, I'll probably edit this out. But, but yeah, uh, satsumaimo. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. There we go. Yes. Satsumaimo. Um, satsumaimo. Oh, yeah. Throw that but, around. But yakimo is definitely easier off the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yakiniku, yakiimo, yakitori. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, where do yeah. yakiniku? Okonomiyaki. Whoa. Do you know what okonomi is? <laughs> well, do you know what okonomiyaki is? It's like the savory pancake from, you can get one from Hiroshima, you can get one I, from I had it last night. I went on a, um, well, you still say dinner date? I guess dinner date, but, um, with the Parkers, so Ash Parker, he plays for Hino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played with him for a few years at Kurita and our families are pretty good mates and they've got a couple of kids and we went together to our okonomiyaki spot. Mm. But it was, it's pretty cool. They, have the iPad menu yep. and it's a tubby hordai. So all you can eat and you just order all the different kinds of okonomiyaki you want, but it comes uncooked like in yeah. the batter and they give you the oh, batter yeah. and then you chuck it on. Then there's a big hot plate in front of you. And, but they have heaps of cool sides and stuff like that as well. Yaki soba that you can chuck on the hot plate. So you just have like a big kind of metal hot plate in front of you that you're just chucking stuff on and cooking and eating off. Yeah. So have you had it before? Eh? No, no, I haven't. It's oh. uh, quite nice. Um, it's very interesting. What yeah. about when you go to Osaka? Mm. It's like literally all they serve you. Yeah. You well, can't get anything but okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki and takoyaki, the octopus board. Like, I don't think you can eat anything out. Like, I've had as the, in, uh, the if you walk down dot that dot on body, I'm pretty sure it just alternates takoyaki, okonomiyaki, takoyaki. Like, that's all they're serving you. Yeah. Or beer. Like, that's your option. Yeah. So, so you just had a lot of takoyaki whenever you go to Osaka. Yeah. You stop at every second store. Like, <laughs> I don't know what these middle ones are. Yeah, um, yeah okon, okonomi means like whatever you want or like what you want. Like, oh, because you just chuck whatever you, you want. like. Yeah, oh, so I it's, I mean, normally like, you know, they've got their set ones. Like, a lot of them have pork and stuff in them, but you can get seafood ones. But basically, I think would have probably been originally just whatever you had in the kitchen, I, mean, I guess. I'm, so. yeah. I'm a big fan of the yakisoba okonomiyaki. So it's like that okonomiyaki, but then there's yakisoba through those. It might be so good. Hiroshima style. Like yeah, Hiroshima's I heard it's like not the natural style. Mm. You kind of like, it's like the, yeah, not the natural or the like authentic yeah. one where I'm like, nah, it tastes so good. Well, but. Yeah, they've, I think they must win a bit west to Hiroshima and then a new one was born and there's people who are like, do you like the Okinawa? I mean, Okinawa. Um, the Osaka or the Hiroshima style. Yeah, well, when I was in Kyoto, mm. there I went to a famous um, Okonomiyaki place. I can't remember the name of it, sorry. But they had a, like heaps of Japanese memorabilia all through it. Yeah. Like they had like Mega Man, like old vintage Mega Man and old postcards and things like that. But they only served one dish. Like you didn't get a menu. They were like, this is all you get. And yeah. it was at Okonomiyaki. But it had like everything in it, like octopus, beef, pork, wagyu. Like, and it was really nice. Was uh, it in and out of Japan? It was quite cool. Yeah. Like you just go in, yeah, bang. That's like you don't, you just say how many you want. Yeah. And they didn't even drink. So it was like water. <laughs> like, and it, but it was really nice. And yeah. it was kind of cool to have, I mean, obviously you like having options, but sometimes mm. it's cool just roll in and like, you don't really have to think. Yeah. You just say, yep, three of those, bang. Yeah, please. And then and you have to it. cook them yourself or is it? No, no, they came out they cooked don't. as well, which was kind of nice. The novelty definitely wears off from having to cook your own economy. Mm. I, I have my mother-in-law over here at the moment and she was doing all the cooking. Oh, yeah. Like, you're doing this so much better than I, every time I flip them, they just go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas she was doing like a seasoned professional. It was like her second day in Japan where you're just like <laughs> caning it. Need you here more often. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like yaki niku, especially if you go, if I go as staff, I'm like the youngest. And if I'm on like a Japanese people table where all like the foreign guys are on different tables, it's like, Everyone just kind of expects me as the <laughs> kohai to cook. So I'm just cooking and then it's just like, oh, and then an hour's gone and I've had like one bit of meat. Um, yeah, I always feel bad when the kohais have to do that. More like I like that they're cooking for me. That's yeah. awesome. But I feel bad that I know that they're probably not eating, getting to eat because yeah. they, they like cook it on the plate or whatever. 
and then give everyone the meat and then there's normally like not enough meat yeah. <laughs> so then the next set of meat goes they cook it and then give it to everyone else yeah. and then again they miss out and then yeah. the next one goes on because it feels weird to if somebody doesn't get a bit of meat but you take one it's like oh yeah <laughs> or, why are you special kind of thing so um, yeah because i'm the kohai yeah yeah um or you get some people are like no you can't turn it you have to turn it only once kind of thing like the meat yep, yep. Like you i'm a big fan of even with steak mm, steak i think like is if you cook more... steak that should only be turned one. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but if you cook it right these and then you fuck it up and you're like oh, yeah. <laughs> damn it <laughs> no one's seen <laughs> yeah. i'm just like just to be sure and then i do it way too long on one side and yeah just like well if i eat it in one mouthful on average it's medium rare but on one side's just charred i have a question go to steak like your favorite kind of steak cut it's a very Kiwi question, but mm. I'll, I'll go first. I'm a very big, even though I fill it, it's kind of like the, the you know, the premier. Yeah. It's like I'm a big Scotch fillet oh, man, yeah, a bit nice. more marbling, a bit yeah. more fat. So do you like a bit of Wagyu as well then? Yes, mm. but whenever I have Wagyu, I, I think it's too rich to have mm. as a steak, to be honest. Yeah. Like it's You're going to have a like, small portion. Yeah, like yeah, the yakiniku style almost. Uh, or like when you, when you have it in real fancy places, which I've had occasionally, they kind of like doing these real small mm. cubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have like a sauce or something with it. But yeah, it doesn't yeah. even need sauce. It's got so much flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I always think, I'm like, oh, portion, eh? yeah, that's way too small. And then you're heavy, you're like, oh, no, that's probably enough. Yeah, like your mouth feels like it's almost, I don't know, the, I don't know what the, the word is, but man, it, like, you've just had it too much. Mm, like yeah. it's so much flavour, it's so ripped. Funny, it's yeah. kind of when you have eat too much chocolate. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, Oh, my mouth feels kind of weird now. <laughs> it's like mouths in your mouth, but then, yeah, like you can't. So if you ever go to a yak, or you can eat, there was one in Fukuoka and that like for Ichimayen or something, you can do a Oh, you can wagyu. eat wagyu. Like, wow. So they've got a grade something wagyu. So there were two bits that you could have. Yeah. And all the other stuff as well. So we're like, so me and a friend were like, okay, we'll just get heaps of that. And then after a while, she's like, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> but I spent like Ichiman or something. Yeah, so, yeah. I need to get like value. Get like, your money's yeah, yeah, yeah. worth. It's just all my spewing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what about you, H? Um, I don't know. A good necky lad. Big rum. Just, yeah, I was going to say, you say you <laughs> <laughs> Zero culture. <laughs> Corn beef. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah my favorite is like rum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. But, I mean, how do you cook it? How, how would you like cook a rum? Obviously, you say medium rare, but like, do you have a specific way? No. Nah. Specific marinade? Oh, you've plate. just gone very country. Yeah. So, yeah, I just Hot have We sauce. Whereas I, I've kind of like tried to make it. I'm not like a great chef, but I've turned to like reverse searing mm. steak. But you kind yes. of like sear and oven. Yeah. And like, you can kind of get the perfect, yeah. perfect steak. Connoisseur. Yeah. So, I can kind of think of it as, as a steak kind of steak. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it's interesting over here, steak comes out like on a hot plate, like sizzling. Yeah, like and then you got to eat it real quick so it doesn't overcook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, so you, or you ask for like real rare instead of medium rare. But like yesterday, we went for a bit of Mexican. Oh, it's nice um, getting that invite. It was my my, my, <laughs> my Wi-Fi must be down or something. Yeah, yeah. and we tried to call you. Tw- oh no, I was calling the other Ben who made the, uh, <laughs> the shirt for us, um, Benny Hansen. But yeah, yeah I uh, think we went what Mexican, and then there was yeah. like a steak, and they oh, it was like the a steak where they cut it a little bit. It was it was like on a special menu, so it wasn't that part wasn't really Mexican, but um, it was a oh, halloumi steak. Yeah, that's right, little cuts, and yeah, come out like a little. Oh, it came out like a little serving dish, and then it had like a tiny little stone where it was, it was like hot. Yeah, ah, super, yeah, super yeah, hot. Cool. So you just put it on there, and it like yeah. sears it even. Oh, very nice. Oh, delicious. Yeah. When you're saying Hashimoto, actually, I think you did yeah, Hashimoto. Yeah, I did some good uh, nachos and stuff as well. Eh? So then I was like, my I think it's good. Nachos. A good Mexican. You need a good oh. Mexican place around, I reckon. Oh yeah, yeah. Like 
I, I always like to find a good local yakitori. Haven't mm. found one yet, unfortunately, since yeah. my move. A good ramen and a good Mexican. And, like, obviously maybe a good watering hole if you can find one. But That Mexican place could double, eh? Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I um, have been saying I'm a connoisseur of a lot of things, but I am seriously <laughs> like a very big tequila connoisseur. Like, I do. It's like my spirit of choice. Maybe mm. that can be our next week's question, your yeah. spirit of choice. But I do really enjoy a good tequila. Oh, yeah. Probably invested a fair amount of money into mm. really? tequilas, yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, there's definitely, yeah, yeah some good, um, good on the top shelf, yeah. There's a wee, um, Jeez, you've a couple of darts. <laughs> a couple of darts boards and pokey machines, actually. Mm. Pokey machine? Yeah, mm. there's three, like, little mini. Like Pachinko? No. Nah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was actual, but... like. Little game. Isn't that, like, I don't want to turn under the bus, but isn't that illegal? Um, I don't know if like, yeah, like if they were like, let's play some poker and stuff, that's definitely illegal. I don't know if, I don't know if you can win stuff on them. They might yeah. have just been a game. Or you just put money into them. Yeah. Actually, yeah, the guy actually might win free drinks because the guy that was sitting, I was just watching him. Oh yeah, that's cool. What are those big jugs called? Like those big handles? I don't know. Are the ones over here? Like the yeah. jockey? Like the jockeys are like those ones and you can get yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah. a handle, like a yeah. like a massive, drink. like oh, a massive yeah. handle, like a, a what you drink at like Oktoberfest. Um, I'm definitely going off track on this, but there's a um, a place that the Curita boys like to frequent in Tachikawa. I can't remember that. I'm so annoyed, but you like can pay to roll dice. Oh yeah, uh, I've been but it, the alcohol is so rubbish. But if you, I think if you get doubles, you get. You always want a drink, but depending on what you roll, you can get like a free big, like the handle that you're talking about. Yeah. Or a small one or like a double, like double the strength or something like that. But the alcohol is so yuck. And like <laughs> after two or three, and if you get the, t- the megas each time, like it turns into just a rough night. The bo- yeah. All the boys are spewing every single time. Like the alcohol is not something you want to keep in your system. Well, and that's why they're giving away. I'm pretty sure to play the game is like 200 yen. Well, I think oh, wow. the one yeah. that I Dirt did, cheap. it was like, you play and then basically if you get anything other than like double sixes or something, then you get like the double size of the highball or whatever, but you have to pay for it, like full price. Uh, yeah. But then if you get double sixes, you get like uh, it for half like the yeah double for the price of a single. Uh, so it's like, oh, if you play, you don't lose any money, but you could yeah save yourself some money. Yeah, but then yeah. you have to buy doubles, you know, one every, what is it, 12 chances. I think it was two dice, obviously, to get double six. It's, um, <laughs> they're basically just roping you yeah. in to, um, get in. Now you've yeah. got no uh, chance. Half the time you just yeah. want to play games and you're drinking anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it's fun to play games. But were you saying, uh, that guy was drinking a lot at the Mexican place? Oh, yeah. He's behind me. <clears> you can <throat> see. Yeah. Cause he just drank like maybe three in like 20 minutes and he was just like going to work. <laughs> On a Sunday night. <laughs> On a Sunday night. Just smashing pokies for free pass. Yeah. Oh, how good. Smashing pokies. I kind of just want to go now to play the pokies and win free yeah, alcohol yeah. and drink tequila. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, I will. Oh, I'll um, give you guys a review of tomorrow. this random Mexican place the next time we're in Japan. Day off tomorrow. Oh, wow. I try not to drink during school nights. But yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll make an exception <laughs> for this. Yeah. It's yeah. just a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think tomorrow's my editing day for the podcast. So last week, apologies. Uh, hopefully this one's a little bit better audio quality, but last week... <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I just everything was, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong and it took a long time to edit. And then I was like, I think I've got it, played it and it just sounded like it's no better. <laughs> um, but we gotta, we're out of time. Yeah. yeah. Got to day up your sleeves so. though. Yeah. I think the problem is that you're just getting more and more busy mm. now, Doug. As the season gets closer, a lot more meetings. Yeah. I'm even sending you stuff to translate for social committee. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like there's just uh, there's a bit of a bit of work going in. I Surely be able to use that deep L app. I'm I'm like I'm like I froth over a day. It's so deep, good. Yeah, I think because I was sending stuff for the team. I was putting a um, for the social cut for the team. The, the like what we're doing for Halloween. Yeah, I kind of wanted to make sure that it was very precise and accurate. Yeah. So I didn't have guys coming up to me. That's um, not what I said. What's yeah. this? What does yeah, this say? Yeah. Or just what's your meaning? To, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't be bothered dealing with it. Mm. I was like, if we just get it right the first time, I don't have to try to explain stuff to the Japanese mm. boys. But yeah, well, yeah. Like I said, DPL, if you want to get uh, any translation done written, DPL is a good free app to use. Um, it's better if you write. Basically, any translator like will do all right. If you write everything in like perfect grammar and you put, you make sure you put like the subject and the object and stuff <laughs> properly. Otherwise, if you just write how we normally talk, it just gets so confused. <laughs> um, but DPL is better than most. But yeah, that's the best way to use those. Just take a bit of time to write out your English properly and the Japanese will come out. It definitely okay. makes your English a lot better. Yeah. So you're like having to think about, oh, what would I actually say? If speaking normally or yeah. speaking proper. Speaking yeah. proper. I think we just never get taught to speak English. proper English, which is our biggest problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're like skarks. So. My English probably's got better learning Japanese because mm. you actually have to learn. Like you learn. You have from, to learn English. <laughs> well, you learn from the ground up. Yeah. The Japanese like the very basics, like subject verb and all that mm. kind of stuff, and how like conjugations work, or whatever. Yeah, and um, I don't know everything. So it's just been like sin house syntax yeah. and all that. I was like, when I was an English teacher, just had to if we're doing like uh, present perfect. Tense. Oh, I did that at high school, but I don't remember. So I'm like an hour before I'm teaching someone, I'm just looking through the thing, like learning what I'm about to teach them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, right. I remember this now. <laughs> I definitely don't use it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so all those things, like when someone asks you, like, why do you use, like, um, why do you use this particle here or something? And then it's like, oh, because it's correct. Like, it just sounds wrong to <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah. And it's the same with them. It's like, why? If you ask them, why do you use ga instead of wa here or something? Japanese people are like, ah, because that's what you have to use. Yeah. And you're like, but why? Yeah, yeah. I definitely have just got into the bad habit of skipping particles mm-hmm. when I use Japanese. Like when I'm just trying to talk to my mates and stuff. And then I just pretty much throw words at them and then they like put the jigsaw together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Um, but then, yeah, if you can get that convo, then they'll speak to you. And then the more you hear it, the more naturally you'll be like, oh, yeah, this guy keep yeah. using ga here. Yeah, well, yeah. Th- I'm at the point now where I do just put the right particle in, but I don't know why. Mm. And then for other foreigners will ask yeah, me, yeah. and I'm like, ah, oh, I actually don't know. Just, just rote learning. Just yeah, I don't actually know how, yeah, yeah, how yeah. it works. <laughs> don't ask me the theory. I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm learning as much as you guys yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I'm just winging it. Well, I was saying to H earlier, I my Japanese has definitely um, come quite far purely from actually typing in Japanese, mm-hmm. like using a Japanese keyboard and texting yeah. in Japanese instead of like using a translator. And it takes me way longer to send messages and it gets really frustrating. <laughs> but um, it, like you have to just understand Japanese to a, like a more core level, mm-hmm. I guess, Yeah, to be able to write messages that sound right and read right mm-hmm. and like that. And your Japanese actually gets a lot better for it. 100%. And if you use a translator, like you don't know, you're like, oh, this might not be right, but you don't know where to change and stuff. Yeah. If you don't know that. So I've gone, I guess, like full circle where if I've got a long message, I might put it through a translator because I don't want to type everything out and then I'll just fix it. So I like, saw that, that I came oh, to right. have a yarn to you in the coach's office mm. and Doug just on Deepool got like mm. a full essay there on Deepool. And I was like, 
The man's getting paid to translate. He just thug chucks it under the table <laughs> and chucks it under the gun. Yeah, the the yeah. They're like, man, Doug's Japanese has gone downhill. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, sometimes because, like you say, he gets it wrong, like quite wrong, especially if the things you're writing aren't proper English or Japanese. Yeah. And it just takes longer. I've found a few times it takes longer to fix it because if I'm thinking about it myself, I know how I want to say stuff. And then Deepel might say it a different way. Yeah. But then to fix it takes so long. And I'm like, why have I put myself? I should have just typed it myself. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm just trying to save typing time. And then I end up typing double. Because then got you're using <laughs> more brain time. Yeah, yeah. About, um, I always find it funny when uh, Duck is a train like Hofti. Like today, um, Glenn wasn't there, unfortunately. So Hofti kind of ran. And the, that whole forwards thing and he got like real fed up with us and brought us in the circle and he's like do you got fucking switch on <laughs> yeah. and Doug's like there trying to translate it and he's like using this real like calm yeah, kind like, Japanese yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean it's quite hard like there's not trying to so put the emotion much. that Hofti has yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to Japanese like because it's such a I guess polite like there's ways you can sound like, but it just kind of sounds like you're delinquent kind of thing. Like the yeah. way you'd talk if you'd, oh, it's yeah. not necessarily it's how Hofti's talking. The Japanese like understand swear words. Like they know mm. when Hofti's saying fuck. And yeah. they're like, what's the context of this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is he so angry? And then Hofti's like, I think Doug's like, come buddy, mushroom. It's like, you didn't, uh, yeah. Like, so normally everyone knows. I've found people know when the person's angry. If I'm trying to yell, I'll probably like focus on that and not get the message right. Yeah. So obviously you go a bit more stern, but it's more like, yeah, uh, we've been going through this, like, you guys too slow to come here. Yeah. I've explained it three times kind of thing. One yeah. day you should just come in hot and just like matches, matches. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Damare, shut up. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> um, I was like cracking up watching Doug do it today. Yeah. I was like, Doug just the, the kindest Japanese and Japanese was like, oh yeah. Like, so was he really that angry? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I was just a classic. Broke the level down, eh? It's quite hard to, um, yeah. Cause I think like whenever you use those superlatives and stuff or when, you know, I don't know, it's quite hard because I, Yes, there's probably a lot of different ways you can say it in Japanese, but because I've kind of learned Japanese through my mum and stuff. Yeah. Because I've got my own vocab and a lot of that stuff. It's quite like she wouldn't necessarily like say what Hofti would say <laughs> to me. So it's kind of like I can get the meaning and I can say it sternly. But yeah, it's quite like you don't really say things in the same aggressive tone. Like, yeah, as you would in English, as in English. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's just some swear words you can just use so interch like, with anything. So then Japanese people, like you said, are like, oh, I know what this one means. And then they look at me and then, like, uh, yeah, to, Doug, did you say that? And I was like, it doesn't translate. <laughs> and he says it like, well, we're translating. So yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't translate. Hofti. You should just say some random word and be like, oh, yeah. 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 I might just I tell the boys and be like, from now on, um, whenever Hofti says that, I'm going to say like, hoo-ha. And just pretend, <laughs> pretend that that's a Japanese swear. And they'll be like, oh, hi, hi. <laughs> Good times. Oh, the joys of translating. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll just have to do a translator special one day as well, and I can just go through the trials and tribulations. Aren't you your boys with um, the Kubota translator, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I am young Jerry. Yeah, I remember we were <laughs> that last. Well, no, I only say this because last time we were at Beppu, we were at there at the same time as Kubota, and then when we had a few um, waters after like the inner camp in the Beppu like town centre, we bumped into the Kubota boys. Yeah, and he like ran and just like jumped on Doug. And I was like, whoa, who's this random guy? And he's like, no, no, we're boys. And I was like, okay. And they're like, translator buddies. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, there's a week. Starting to get a bit of a community, like the one that people say is my other twin. Is that Josh from ah, yes. the D Rocks? Um, yep. Especially with a mask on. Like, did I tell you guys once when uh, someone was like, "Oh, why did you guys take um like a reporter?" Yeah, I was like, "Can you tell me what the reasoning why you took a late law off at the 60 minute mark?" And I was like, "Oh, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I play for I translate for Coke, but like this is the guy you want to talk to." And I just gave him no this thing. So yeah, we obviously look the real ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. Good. Oh, yeah. My 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 twin nemesis. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a battle to see who can be Duck's twin, apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, that guy. I mean, the guy who mistook mis- mistook me for uh, Josh. I'd met him, you know, quite a few times. I was like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh, but, so you don't know who I was. Yeah, yeah. But Josh is cool. He grew up over here, so he's a bit more scucks than me, a bit more. There's a bit more Japan about him. Mm, yeah, like when you're a foreigner. What's here. what's your crew? Do you guys have a translator chat? There was a translator chat. And then has we it, did has like it just a, died off? Yeah, we did like a Zoom online during COVID. And then there's like another Zoom. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And the first one, like 10 people came. Then the next one, I go on and there's just no one on there. I'm just <laughs> waiting. And I was like, 10 minutes later, no one comes on. And then I'm looking at the chat and it's like, it's supposed to be 8 o'clock. I'm like, what's happening? And then um, like at You nine, joined the wrong link? No, no, <laughs> I just... uh I left or something. I was like, oh, this, I was, I think I might have messaged something, but then no one really replied. I was like, oh, this is awkward. So I just left the Zoom and then, um, yeah, at nine or something, people started replying to the group chat being like, oh, sorry, I didn't say the things. I think everyone apart from me got held up at work or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then now there's a translated chat with yeah. nine people. Yeah. And yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, why do you guys all sound like you're in the same place? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, they were. Um, I was doing a Zoom one. They were all at someone's house. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But, oh. Translator things. Mm. But then I invited John, our other translator. And then, and then I think I was like, Oh crap. I've actually got like a dinner. So and then I was like, John, I'll meet you on there. And he doesn't know anyone on there. <laughs> yeah. John goes on. And I just ended up not going on because I got held up at dinner. And then he was like, Oh no, it was fun. But uh, thanks for just, uh, you know, throwing me in the deep end, yeah. telling me to join and then leaving. Yeah. The translators. Mm. We can always get another translator on this. Yeah. And then it'll be two translators versus two rugby players. Yeah. yeah. And we'll do a battle. Battle, yeah. Well. Um, have some sake. Yep. Nihonshu. I 100%. do back myself on sake drinking. Yeah. We're getting uh, close to the... Oh, at like about 50 minutes, I was like, this could be us. And then we just started talking random stuff. And now it's at almost We're just trying minutes. to add more stuff for you to edit out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've got a TV editing oh, Yeah. I'm just like, can we stop talking? And then you guys say something interesting and I'm like, I want to add on to this. <laughs> and I'm like, crap, I'm adding it as well. So yeah. Um, but anyway... Thanks for listening again. Um, we've, like we said, we've got a lot of exciting things happening. Apparently, we might be making socks. We might be making Nihonshu sake. We might be um, Dino Beer. Yeah, we might make some Dino Beer. Uh, we might be doing some collab stuff with uh, um, you know, some Ikanji. We haven't actually about, talked to them yet. but You know, it's like Nihonshu. What about Dino Shoe? Is that a thing or not? Does that work? Dynashu. Is like the the trend, like the e- dynamic shoe. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, alcohol, yeah, not, yeah. The, not the not the footwear. Yeah, um, yeah, may, maybe dynamic. Because uh, yeah, the shoes like um, alcohol, like the kanji for alcohol. So when you say like sake, that's another way of saying pronouncing shoe. Yeah, the same kanji. So, so when you say sake, you say dynashu. Yeah, does that work? Uh, dynasake. I mean, you dynashu. can. Dynashu. Boa sake. Yeah, nothing. There is nothing like that. But if you say something like inoshishishu, like boar, it sounds like it's made of boars. Because you can get the snake ones in Okinawa. They have just like a snake 
in it like a poisonous snake and it's like quite potent and it's like an alcohol like yeah a, I've, I've had i think something similar in thailand mm. got real off track here so we're trying <laughs> to like finish up yeah maybe we're on the third hour yeah. <laughs> um but yeah uh yeah so you could have a dine issue um yeah who knows but again i was going to say uh osake we also always talk about sake being japanese and nihon shu but it's actually just a word for alcohol so so many japan words are Shoot, weird doki 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 we yeah. had okonomiyaki yeah nice um and then shu sake shu, yeah i i learned that when i learned japanese over here and i saw the word for sake it just meant alcohol mm. and i was yeah. like oh in new zealand if you want nihon shu you just call it sake mm. and that's what they give mm. so they're just giving us alcohol but yeah. yeah i guess when you know yeah people came over like the first foreigners maybe they only had sake so like, like this is japanese alcohol yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah who knows so this now but anyway signing out um, yeah i guess uh this was a game of four halves a full credit to the boys <laughs> and uh yeah i guess uh doug can do some real big editing and pull yeah. it down to it now <laughs> doug's editing was hopefully the winner of the day but it's looking like a bonus point loss Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.